0: bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, the 19th China ASEAN Expo inks record high deals that worth over 400 billion yuan. And China's key economic indicators came in better than expected in August amid downward pressure. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. The 19th China ASEAN Expo has witnessed a new record of deals signed in the event. A total of 267 projects on investment and cooperation have been inked at the expo, with a total value of 413 billion yuan, representing a 37% year-on-year growth. The average size of these projects is 1.5 billion yuan, with 87 projects backing the investment of more than 1 billion yuan, accounting for 72% of the total investment, including five worth more than 10 billion yuan. The expo is being held in Nanning, South China's Guangxi Province, and lasts until Monday. This year marks the first year since China and the ASEAN upgraded their relations to a comprehensive strategic partnership. It is also the first year since the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership, or RCEP, took effect on January 1st this year. Meanwhile, IMB settlement volume between China and the ASEAN has surged nearly 20-fold in the past decade to reach 4.8 trillion yuan in 2021, data from the PBOC-backed Financial Society of Guangxi showed Saturday. China-ASEAN monetary authorities are in close contact in upgrading multi-currency cooperation, said Chen Jingxiang, president of the Nanning branch of the PBOC, along the release of the report. By the end of 2021, China had signed separate bilateral currency settlement agreement with Vietnam, Indonesia and Cambodia in local currencies, as well as currency swap agreements with countries including Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore and Thailand worth about 800 billion yuan, said Chen. The IMB based cross border interbank payment system handled 3.3 trillion yuan of China ASEAN trade in 2021, a yearly surge of more than 50%. China has been ASEAN's largest trading partner for 13 consecutive years. In the first eight months, the country's import and export with the bloc hit 4.09 trillion yuan, an increase of 14% compares with the same period last year, accounting for 15% of the total foreign trade volume, customs data showed. China released its main economic indicators for August on Friday, recording better-than-expected growth and maintaining momentum from July. Growth in China's value-added industrial output accelerated to 4.2% in August from a year earlier, said the National Bureau of Statistics. Retail sales grew by 5.4% year-on-year, significantly from a 2.7% growth in July. Fixed assets investment increased by 5.8% year-on-year in the January to August period, compared with a 5.7% rise in the first seven months. The job market continued to improve in August as Urban surveyed unemployment rates standing at 5.3%, falling for four consecutive months. The NBS said China's economy will likely rebound and operate within a reasonable range with a series of stimulus packages and follow-up measures taking effect. China's GDP expanded at an average annual growth rate of 6.6% from 2013 to 2021, higher than the growth pace of 2.6% for the global economy and 3.7% for developing economies, according to a report released by the NBS on Sunday. Moving on to some regional highlights. Guangdong province, which is home to many white goose manufacturers, will offer subsidies of up to 100 million yuan to people who trade in their old household appliances to bolster sales, according to the local government's draft plan that is now soliciting public opinion on Friday. Subsidies will be set at no more than 10% of the product's selling price and the maximum allowance for each item is 500 yuan. Next on industry and company news. China announced plan to release the third batch of pork into the market from central reserves, according to the NDRC on Monday. The top economic planner said that the amount of pork released across the country in September will total 200,000 tons, hitting a monthly record. China's power generation rose to 824.8 billion kilowatt hours in August, up 9.9 percent year-on-year and 5.4 percent from the previous month. NBS data showed on Friday, the nation's power generation amounted to 5.6 trillion kilowatt hours in the first eight months, a year-on-year an increase of 2.5 percent, while total power consumption went up 4.4 percent to reach 5.78 trillion kilowatt hours. China's imported 480,000 tons of rice in August, an increase of 34.8% year-on-year, customs data showed on Sunday. From January to August, total rice import reached 4.56 million tons, up 42.5% year-on-year. Chinese property services firm one world space tax service has launched the largest IPO of twenty twenty two in Hong Kong as it aims to raise up to six point one five billion Hong Kong dollars, regulatory filings showed Monday. The company a division of developer China Wanke, has set a price range of forty seven point one to fifty two point seven Hong Kong dollars apiece for the sale of one hundred sixteen point seven four million shares. Bystand offered to buy back as much as three billion US dollars of its shares from investors on Friday, giving back as a way to cash out after plans for an initial public offering sold. The offer price per share of just under one hundred seventy seven US dollars gives the company an implied valuation of about three hundred billion US dollars. Sherry Automobile plans to invest 100 billion yuan in technological innovation over the next five years to bolster Chinese carmaker's intelligence and new energy development, according to the company's chairman on Friday. The automaker will also cultivate over 20,000 R&D staffers over the period, of which more than half will be software talent, and build 19 Yao Guang laboratories this year and 300 by 2025. Switching gears to financial news, foreign direct investment or FDI into the Chinese mainland in natural use expanded 16.4% year-on-year to 892.74 billion yuan in the first eight months of the year, the Ministry of Commerce said Monday. The service industry saw FDI inflow jump by 8.7% year-on-year to 662.13 billion yuan, while that of high-tech industry surged by 33.6% from a year earlier. China's stamp tax revenue rose 4.1% year-on-year to 318.8 billion yuan in the first eight months, according to the Ministry of Finance on Friday. Stock trading stamp tax revenue went up 3.9% from a year ago to 206.9 billion yuan during the period. The market value of exchange-traded funds or ETFs listed in the China's mainland has exceeded 1 trillion yuan for the first time as of Friday, with total net asset of the 674 ETFs traded in the mainland reaching 1.08 trillion yuan, data from financial information provider showed. Eight brokers, including China Securities, have received regulatory approval to become the first batch of market makers for Shanghai Stock Exchange's Nasdaq-like star market and will help increase the tech-focused index's vitality and lower non-rational fluctuation, according to a notice by the CSRC on Friday. Wrapping up with a quick look at stock market, Chinese stocks closed low on Monday as the Chinese yuan weakened further. By the close, the benchmark Shanghai Composite dropped 0.35% and the Shenzhen component went down 0.48%. In Hong Kong, the Hang Seng lost 1.04% as the tech index fell 2.07%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.